Welcome to Intuitive Seek. My name is Mary Treen, and every week I aim to bring you a grounded approach to all things intuition. Through personal stories, experiences, and practices, offering energetic reflections to help you discover, connect, and fully realize how your unique power of intuition is your own greatest teacher. Hello, welcome everyone. Welcome to February, February 2024. We made it through January and I know it wasn't easy for everyone. It was not easy for me either. And yes, I'm really looking forward to this new month. It's interesting because I put a poll up on Instagram in the middle of January and I asked, how has January been feeling so far? How has it been for you? And I put amazing was one of the answers you could choose or intense or fine, but can't wait for Feb. And also, yeah, not great. And in the middle of January, they were all populated, like a little bit. People chose each one. And then as a check-in, I asked again. I asked at the end of January, yesterday morning, how was January? How was it? Was it amazing? Intense? Fine, but can't wait for February. And yeah, not great. So middle January, a nice mix. Everybody was kind of experiencing a little different. By the end of January, there are only two. Intense, like 90%. And then the rest was, yeah, not so great. So January was a tricky, tricky time. So if it was for you, you are not alone at all. And in January, that's what I experienced in my work and with people I was connecting with. January was not playing around. There were surprises, endings. It seemed that there was a lot of new things coming to the surface. I remember one way I was kind of describing it was in the way I was kind of feeling about it kind of mid-January, was that, you know, things, so many things were being shed last year. It was a real transformative year for so many of us. And it felt like in January, those last bits, those last bits, that last bit of skin that we were shedding, some of them were really sticking. Some of them were holding on tight. Some of that last bit that did not fit into the change that we experienced, into the new that we had moved into, but it was still holding on. And some of us experienced through that, that those last pieces that were still holding on that we had not fully shed yet of the old, old ways, old ideas, some people, places, work, projects, so many different ways. But those last things 
they almost kind of rubbed up against the oldest of our insecurities, the oldest of our wounds, the oldest of our limiting beliefs, all the things, all the ways you want to say, all the things that kind of are in our way of doing and being what we know our intuition knows for sure. What we intuitively know is for us. The things in the way of that really came up in January. So if you're still dealing with those things, be gentle on yourself. It is difficult. That's why it's so important to take care of our energy so that when there are harder things, whether it be emotional or physical or a mix of both, when we go through those tough things, tough experiences, that we're able to still get to our center. We're able to allow ourselves to fall apart because we know how to get back. We know it won't be forever, but we know we need to open up and unravel a bit and release. So I hope that you have been. And if you haven't, I encourage you get into a grounding meditation routine. Get into something that you can do in a simple way every day. Something that you won't judge yourself for if you miss it one day. But that you are know you are committed to this thing that can take like literally five minutes of your day. But can change so much of your life. And the way you perceive it. And the way you perceive yourself too. So, if January was intense, January was not great. I hope you can be kind to yourself and not judge yourself and really let yourself understand that, yeah, it wasn't and that's okay. Often, if you are developing your intuition, interested in more spiritual themes, you know, awakening, remembering, all of the words, sometimes we can get caught up in those theories and ideas and philosophies of lower vibrations, lower vibes, negative words, negative thinking. And from my experience, that is fear and judgment and a way to really give our power away. Because when we can acknowledge the negative feelings, then we're really paying attention to our whole self, to every part of us. And when we feel Accept it when we can accept ourselves that way. When we can say, My mind is constantly going to worst case scenario. I'll never do this. I can never do that. That will never happen. 
those kind of thoughts and you kind of shake them away and try to flip them into a positive. Sure. I mean, yes, that's good too. There are so many studies about the neuroplasticity of our brains and that when we do affirmations, positive reinforcement in speak and thought, it does help us. It does help to rewire our brains. But when we go through intense, not great experiences, we have to acknowledge them. We have to. And then you can look at, okay, what's a better way to see the reality? What is really, what am I really asking for of myself when I'm saying something along the lines of, I'll never be able to finish it. I'll never be able to do that. It will never be successful. For me, I mean, right away, when I hear those kind of things, and if they're coming from inside the house, inside of me, (laughs) I know that for some reason, the trust in myself has been shaken. So then I have to really sit, make the time, and connect with my intuition and myself and my heart my energy and find out, get really curious about why I'm not trusting myself. What do I need? What am I not giving myself? So that trust is not enough. And it's one of the most beautiful parts of energy work and intuitive work and the healing arts is slowing down. And catching yourself in that moment. And giving yourself attention. Shining the light on those parts of you that are asking to be seen. So yeah, January might have been intense. Why don't we all take a nice breath? <laughs> I know this is on a podcast, but, but I always feel like we're doing it together. So whatever you're doing, wherever you are, don't close your eyes if you're driving or walking. (laughs) But take a nice deep breath in through your nose. And let that breath out. And one more nice breath in through your nose. And let that breath out. And let's do one more through the nose and let that breath out. Because even if you came only for the February, February, I can't get rid of that R. Even if it's just for the February energy impressions. I always want this podcast to be and kind of anything I do throughout my work, I want to offer a soothing space, a place for you 
to kind of land back in your body, back in your heart. Place for you to remember that you need attention too. And not everything on the outside, but what's going on within. So I hope you feel more calm and soothed. And hopefully a little bit more inspired, more clarity. Because the energy impressions, the intention is always not to tell you not what's going to happen this month, but helping you, the words I offer, the ideas, the energy impressions are for you, for you to feel that maybe it resonates, maybe it connects to something you're already feeling or thinking about, maybe it offers you clarity on something that was not clear but then something I offered connected to something you were already thinking or feeling, and then that created more of an open road or path for you to walk down and explore. So these energy impressions are for you to connect to your intuition, your inner wisdom, your guidance your greatest teacher, your own intuition. But we always have to learn the language of it. So I find that these energy impressions help you connect to the language of your intuition. So let's dive into it. So what I do, I always like to have a nice meditation and really allow my intuition to connect to what I can share to help you connect to your intuition. So I am looking forward to February. I am looking forward to saying February so many different ways this episode. So forgive me. Maybe it'll help give you a little laugh every time I say it in a different way. But I am looking forward to the month because the first thing in my meditation was the thought of release the fruits of your resilience. And then I really saw a lot of bamboo. And I have deeply visual meditations. It's how my intuition speaks to me so much through my imagination because our imagination is an incredible, incredible vessel for our intuition. So release the fruits of your resilience with so much bamboo around. And then it also felt like be open to new experiences, new ways of being. And then there's also a feeling of with our vision, and that can be inner vision, outer vision, like really connect to what vision means for you. But there are things in our periphery, in our peripheral vision, that we have not been paying enough attention to. We may have been too laser focused, maybe too much focus on our point of view or perspective that we are familiar with, that we naturally look at instead of spreading out looking out, 
connecting to our periphery. And more than just kind of traditional blind spots. It really felt like more about the places and faces and ideas that we don't maybe feel are ours to have. Our outer vision. We may not feel that those things are really ours. But it feels like that's not true. That whatever is in our vision is ours. And it can be. But we are the co-creator. It's up to us to take action on the inspiration of those visions. And sure, that can be, you know, some kind of really beautiful, inspirational vision to do or create. But really, the way it feels is that it's kind of right there. Like, think of peripheral vision. We're looking straight, but there is stuff happening right outside, right outside of the focus of our vision. What is there? It feels like February is the time for us to really explore. Explore what the fruits of our resilience look like. Like what has been growing in our vision through our experiences that may feel maybe a little nuts or a little surprising or a little like, well, how am I going to do that? It feels like this month we're going to have a new view of those type of things. And it's really time to be more open to them. Be curious about them. Instead of shutting it down with all the reasons why it wouldn't work or why you shouldn't be or do or have those things, ideas, experiences, whatever they are, it's in your vision for a reason. But it just might not be clear because you're not focusing on it, because it's in the periphery. And of course, because that word kept coming up so much, and it's not one that I use often, I thought, well, let's do it. Let's get into the etymology. Let me go into the root, because I always feel so inspired by connecting to kind of how that word came to be, the meaning. And periphery did not disappoint. In 14th century Old French, it meant atmosphere around the earth. So think of the atmosphere. Think of everything that is in the atmosphere. Even though in some photos, it can just kind of look like a fuzzy mass. But so much is happening. And there's also like a rhythm where people get into the current of our atmosphere, into the orbit of our atmosphere. So what is orbiting you? What has kind of been moving around 
that you haven't fully seen yet. And then if we look at the medieval Latin, peripheria, peripheria, it is the outer surface, the line around a circular body. The oldest root word for periphery is to carry, which I loved because it really felt through my meditation, connecting to the energy, that there are things in our periphery, in our vision, in our energy, that we may feel that we cannot hold, that is not ours to hold, but not in a negative way, not in the way of carrying somebody else's vision or somebody else's energy, but you not feeling prepared or ready or enough, fill in the blank, to hold that vision. But if you're already carrying it, it's already yours. And you just have to take the actions to create it, to bring it to life, to help realize it. But it's already there. And I know that there are people listening to this that know exactly what theirs is. So I hope that this helps confirm that for you. Because it helped me. That is for sure. But let's go to the bamboo again. That releasing the fruits of our resilience and then all the bamboo was around for February. And what is bamboo an incredible symbol of? Strength, flexibility, growth, resilience, longevity, survival. Surviving the harshest of conditions stays green year-round. But it's also one of the fastest growing plants on earth. It can grow up to 2.9 feet in one day, which is one and a half inches an hour. So these new experiences, these new beginnings, bringing these new, although we have had them for a while, but bringing these visions in our periphery, things we've already been carrying, bringing these things to life. This month feels like the potential is to do that very quickly. And to me, that really feels like, well, those are the fruits of all of that resilience that we have endured, the strength that we've needed to bring over and over and over again in our lives, especially over the last four years. That now the momentum is there to see what all of that endurance is going to birth. And it may be quick, which also means another call to take care of our energy. Because when things happen quickly, it can be a bit hectic 
It can be tasking on our nervous system. It can be tasking on our clarity and our intuition and the way we listen to it. We can feel very ungrounded because maybe it hasn't been going so quickly. So it's a whole new rhythm, but it's our rhythm that we have to catch up with. So connecting and kind of catching yourself up to what may feel like a totally new rhythm that you're now moving along at feels like quite a call for February, like really spending the time to pay attention to when your rhythm has changed. Where are you now? Like really coming back to the present where, oh, maybe you don't have to be so strong, as strong as you have been. Maybe this month you get to release that. You get to kind of open up and move into new experiences that are the fruits of that resilience. Because now you have changed. Now you can do and experience and create with a new foundation of trust. And that's what it really feels like is the number one fruit of our resilience. What we've gained is deep trust in ourselves. So how can you connect to that this month? How can you connect to your trust in a deeper way? And how can that really release some pressure off of yourself? How can that help you breathe and come back to, okay, I have handled and moved through and dealt with and survived so much. How about I just trust myself that I can handle anything this month, but it's going to be good things. It's going to be things that I didn't know I could hold. And if that thought is connected to a negative thought of, what are you talking about? You're being delusional. It's not going to be great. It's been so tough. It's going to be even more tough. Give yourself some love and attention and be gentle with yourself and, you know, relax. Do something fun. Watch a movie. Watch a TV show. Read something that's not about developing your intuition or connecting to yourself or developing yourself in any way. Because we need to have those times too. That's a very important part of my life, is just living without having to understand how I'm responding to it or experiencing it or what is reacting. There's a time and a place for that. This podcast, for instance, my healing work, but it's not all the time or else we would never be able to relax into all the things we learned. 
if we're always learning, there's no time to digest, right? And that, if you ever hear about like integration, when we integrate things, we learn experiences, especially intuitively and with our intuition and working with kind of more spiritual philosophies, we need time to digest because the digestion also creates something for us to connect to. So I hope you're allowing yourself to digest. And if you haven't been, yeah, make that time for just living. Okay, so another thing that I loved in the meditation was fireflies. So for February, fireflies were a real point of inspiration, of connecting to the energy of what we can be inspired by. So fireflies are amazing. They are just so remarkable. And they remind me of trusting the timing because they come out at night. They know when they need to glow. But also that light, that inspiration, that light can come maybe at a new time. So it could even be a nice call to look at your habits and schedule. If you're more of a nighttime person, maybe try some mornings and vice versa. And another beautiful symbol to be inspired by, to connect to, to receive any ideas or, yeah, any clarity, anything that it really perks up your intuition with. It was fireflies, beautiful fireflies for February. And I love, I love this animal for February. I mean, is it an animal? It's an insect, but we're going to call it an animal because it is a true, beautiful guiding light. So another reminder to really connect to our own vision, the light of our vision. But also, if you think of a firefly, it has that glow. It has a periphery around that light. And there's so much in that light around. It has its own atmosphere. So another way to kind of connect to what is happening around our energy, what is happening and moving in the periphery of our vision, of our energy, what wisdom is there waiting for us to pay attention to? And the firefly is also such a beautiful reminder to trust the timing because they know when to glow at night. That can remind us to trust our timing, trust the timing of our own inspiration. And the firefly also represents hope, inner wisdom, creativity, self-discovery, freedom new cycles, welcoming change, love, showcasing our talents, shining, real spiritual inspirations, but hope, hope in ourselves, hope in our lives, hope in our experiences. They really are magical symbols of inspiration and hope. 
in some symbolism is that they are the promise of accomplishment through hope and efforts. That they can remind us that we have laid the appropriate groundwork and from it will spring great reward. Now that's the Ted Andrews symbolism. And I love it because it really connects to releasing the fruits of our resilience. So the fireflies are reminding us that we have laid the groundwork through our own strength, our own lives of surviving all the craziness and tragedy and beauty, but hard things that we've been through. And that those fruits can spring. But we need to take action and really have the hope that we can do it. And another thing I loved that I found with the firefly was a connection to bamboo. And it wasn't the firefly, but it was the light of the firefly that has the connection to bamboo. Not their bioluminescence, but the light, the inspiration. Because did you know that Thomas Edison used carbonized bamboo as a filament in his very first successful light bulb? So the very first light bulb, the very first electricity held in a light bulb, the first light created was by Thomas Edison using carbonized bamboo filament to keep that light on. And what better metaphor for the resilience, the strength, the power of that bamboo holds the light and the inspiration of that new vision. So February is holding a lot of promise. But it's up to us to also believe in it. And the last thing I'm going to kind of say about the bamboo also, another note, because I love the symbolism of bamboo, especially for February, is that it rarely flowers. I didn't actually know that. I was reading about it because I always look up, you know, the life cycle, what it does, fun facts. And I find that they're quite inspiring to help when I do, you know, connect to a plant or an animal or anything in the natural world. So bamboo actually does flower, but it makes sense that I have never seen that because it only happens about every 100 years. So this is not a fact to say, oh, it's going to take a long time. No, remember the growth, one and a half inches per hour bamboo grows. But the flowering, this is what was inspiring because yes, it only happens every 100 years for bamboo. But the coolest part is that when it does finally flower, the same species of bamboo flowers at the exact same time around the globe. 
And that just felt like another amazing reminder to trust the timing, but to trust that there is some real opportunity this month for divine timing. So pay attention to the timing. Don't let the doubt and the fear and the procrastination and the indecision and all the things that cloud the light of our clarity, that cloud that inspiration. So yes, it is a full month that there is a lot of opportunity, like I said, but so much energy and so much coming together. And let's look at some intuitive questions that I was kind of offering throughout the episode. And you can answer these as journal prompts to really connect to your intuition and clarity for the month ahead. You can also answer them in a voice note to yourself. So many ways. But the first one would be, what is waiting to grow from your past experiences? The times that you had to be the most resilient? What are the fruits of your resilience? Describe them. And with all the journal prompts, these intuitive questions, try your best not to judge the answer. No one is going to read these. No one's going to listen to it. Be as honest as you can because you may dampen what your intuition knows are the fruits based on judgment about how resilient you were, why you were resilient, did you want to be, like try not to judge the experiences you had. What are the fruits of your resilience? And then another question you can connect to. Can you describe what is in your periphery? What wisdom, inspiration, what are you carrying with you? What has been orbiting around you, just waiting for your attention? And imagine if it grew. What would it look like if it really grew super quickly? What would it feel like? And then the last one would be, and the most important in my opinion, How can you take more care of your energy, of yourself in a consistent way, in an easy way, so that you can really commit to it and it's not something that you just can't fit into every day? Five-minute meditation, five-minute grounding, five minutes of breath. Just closing your eyes and really going deep within. How can you really take care of your energy in a consistent way so that you can take care of yourself and your nervous system and everything, but also so that you can bring your brighter visions to life? And I really hope that some or all connected and resonated and helped you 
remember something about your beautiful, unique self today. But the most important part of these energy impressions is for you to take what you need and leave the rest. So thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this episode of Intuitive Seek. I would love to hear if you resonated with some or all, as I said, of the energy that I'm feeling and moving through for February. And if you have any thoughts or questions, please do not hesitate to send me a message through my website or through my Instagram at treenlight.healing. All of those links are in the show notes, easy to click. And if you're curious about working with me, I offer one-on-one sessions, distant healing remote sessions as well, and my four-month one-on-one healing journey, an incredible journey of transformation, healing, and deep discovery. It's so beautiful every time that the journey ends, the four months go by quite quickly, but the change, the change is remarkable. And I am never not in awe and so honored to be a part of it. So if you're needing deep support through a change that you're wanting to make or maybe already moving through, you can always book a free consultation with me through my website. And again, all of those links are in the show notes. So hugely appreciated if you subscribe or follow wherever you get your podcasts. And if you feel called to give a little bit of support, then please share this episode with a friend or you could leave a review. They really help other people find this podcast. So thank you again. Be kind to yourself and I'll talk to you soon.